Cause I don't give a fuck what you say Yeah, I'ma do shit my way So you can go kick rocks I'ma stack bricks up Build what I want to make Yo, I got a lot of shit to say So I'ma do this every day I'll be writing things until I'm fucking buried in my grave Six feet deep wonder but my body won't decay Cause my messages are timeless So they'll put them on display Oh yeah, I rap with a certainty I have a sense of urgency A message for eternity For everyone internally I had some people burning me But now they fucking learn to see I ain't the one to fuck with Yeah. We're here. Welcome again to the Free Water Podcast, everybody. I'm Patty Broken Skull. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, who knows what today is going to consist of? Hopefully some fun. That's what we try to do here is have a little bit of fun. That was an interesting intro, right? You got to love that. You got to love that. Inspirational, right? You guys like to be inspired at least a little bit. But uh, the first thing I want to talk about before we actually dive into this is uh, the shout-outs that I got recently. Uh, not so much in the comments on the recent Sam Morrill video that I did for my YouTube channel. That, I don't know, I guess people really were fans <laughs> of uh, Sam Morrill. More fans of him than I expected and good on them. But, you know, just say that. Just say you're a fan of him. That's fine. You don't got to be so goddamn mean. <laughs> but, uh... We'll get into that more uh, on the Patreon, Free Water After Dark, coming up soon. I plan to be working on it very soon, but um, I did get a shout-out in this fucking live chat that I go to with the YouTube channel as sort of a promotionary type of deal because everybody goes there, sort of shares the same opinions I do, so I pop in that little live chat and I just, you know, I throw out some bangers, man. And as I'm in this chat, two different people say things about me or the channel or some other shit that I've done. And this went on for, you know, 15 or so minutes of me being in the chat. And then eventually, you know, you get so goddamn bored with this chat, with this fucking thing that you're watching, that you just leave. So I left and I, I didn't participate anymore. It's so goddamn boring, guys. I wish I could, I wish I could explain further it's just like you're what i honestly i don't even know i don't know why i sit in the chat to be honest i have no idea outside of the fact it's like hey guys i make content sort of talking about these people this is a channel that talks about these people why not <laughs> sort of support them too by at least viewing the shit but either way let's get to the real intro and really get this thing going sense for a guy who hates the water. 
we're going to do it again. We're going to do the yeah again, okay? Because I, I enjoy it. Because I enjoy it. It gives me a little bit of uh, hype, much like the music, right? We get into it a little bit. And I swear, I'm going to fucking reinvest in some of this shit very soon. Because believe me, I am so fucking annoyed with how some of it is working. It took me so long to get to this point, And now I have to be like, well, fuck. Everything's touchy. If I move my headphone cord one way, guess what? Fucking lose hearing out of the left ear. But if I use use my other two mixers, my two newer mixers, they just don't... The, the fucking background music is hard to control. It's a pain in my fucking ass, man. Not that I don't know how to use it. It's that it's like two extra chords. Like, I, I want everything to be condensed, man. And still have the same capability. Right? I like having the larger setup, but at the same time, when you're moving from one place to the other just because of, you know, comfort and sort of inspiration, because I do feel a little more inspired when I'm in the actual, you know, bathroom studio, you know, this took a lot of work to put together, you know, the green screen and all the fucking soundproofing shit, alright, it's hot as balls in here, but not nearly as hot as it was when I was doing it in the closet, okay, but now we're here, and, um, I guess fuck it, man. Whatever. Because even even touching the fucking XLR connection to the mixer, to the with the microphone, it's it's it'll turn my mic off completely. Like Jesus Christ, man. And th and then when it comes to this mic, it's like I I don't know where to put it at any point. I feel like I'm fucking Howard Stern, with the thing right in front of my face, like it's part of my face. Anyways, <laughs> stupid. Stupid, stupid shit. This whole thing is stupid, guys, but let's keep going. Uh, I want to talk about this show that Bert does. Uh, you guys might have heard of him. His name is Bert Kreischer. Um, that's the Bert I'm talking about. It's not Bert from uh, Sesame Street or whatever, but I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't have a show. And a show that's capable of running the same numbers as actual Bert Kreischer. <laughs> but anyways, what the fuck? What are we doing? But he does this show on his YouTube channel called Something's Burning. And I'm only bringing this up because I, I've i sort of grown to hate cooking shows, cooking competitions. It's like the easiest thing to fucking do with the, the most boring people that exist, right? Like spending your day cooking is your hobby. That's like spending your day dancing, okay? You don't have any personality and you just try to... You try to pretend to have a personality by smiling while you do it, okay? Nobody else finds it as interesting as you, I promise. Um, but also because you grow up with the grandmother and, you know, the, the aunts and shit. That, that's all they watch, man. They watch that Julia lady, you know, when she first came about. I mean, my grandmother was a big fan of Martha Stewart, dude. You know how much Martha Stewart I've seen in my fucking life? Okay, it got to the point where it was like, oh shit, Kmart has Martha Stewart things for your house? Well, it must be the best ever made because she's a god. Okay? That's how it was. That's how it was in the household. But I hated cooking shows because it was like, oh, you're just enticing me on something that is more delicious than I could ever imagine because I'd never be able to cook it. And... You know what? Let's be honest, guys. I feel like we all really fell apart on cooking shows once they started 
showing us that they had the prepared item already done. What are you doing? You ruined the whole allure, okay? The whole idea for me is put it in there, make the whole thing, and let's see how it comes out in real time. But instead, they quickly go to commercial, and they come back, and they say, well, here's how it would look if we had more time on this show. But it turns out it does take more than fucking, you know, 45 minutes, 21 minutes to do this type of uh, a meal. Like, fucking, I want to see it done in real time. And once, once they stopped showing it in real time, and they just pulled the fucking finished one out from underneath them, I was like, well, I'm out. This is all fake. It's fraud. I can't believe in, in what you're selling when it, it's clear that anybody could have made that second one. How do I know that you're the actual chef, right? It's like, is Dr. Phil a real doctor? I still don't know. I, st I, I still think most people don't know. But it is fun to think that, it, that most of us can just start calling ourselves a doctor for entertainment's sake. Because a lot of people are out there giving fucking weird advice on TikTok and fucking Instagram and shit, right? Might as well be a doctor, professor, you know, professor.com. Um, Bert Kreischer, he's a, <laughs> if I'm being honest, the fact that I hate cooking shows, I'm not a big fan of Bert Kreischer and I despise Whitney Cummings. It makes it difficult, but this Something's Burning show is actually fucking watchable, you guys. It's actually fun because there's times where <laughs> Bert... I don't know if it's on purpose, but he breaks the fourth wall and he starts talking to the staff. He starts talking to the person that fucking wrote the recipe, I'd imagine. Cooked the, th cooked the thing a thousand times and Bert cooks it. He does cook it in real time and everybody there has to eat it. Right? And the name of the, the show, Something's Burning, implies that this could be fucked up. It could go poorly. You could hate it. But the fact that they do also have to eat it is very fun. Like, oh, man, uh, I kind of burnt these fucking steaks, but uh, good luck. Hope you enjoy it. Uh, here's this dip that was supposed to be refrigerated. Forgot to do that, but uh, should still be fine because I'm Burt Kreischer and I'm mostly garbage. But I think that part of him is growing on me to a certain extent. But there are several things annoying about this man that, that it just keeps it hard. Well, it just makes it hard. It truly makes it hard for him to not be uh, a future topic on the fucking YouTube channel. You know what I mean? Like, this guy does such bizarre things. It, I don't know. It's definitely shab behavior. But Something's Burning is watchable simply for the fact that a cooking show where they cook in real time is fun. And there's comedians, and they drink, and they talk, and it feels like it takes Bert so long to make these items, <laughs> but I guess in the end they always turn out fine because nobody really seems to complain. But uh, if you guys feel the need to complain, there is a uh, people up uh, up front. There's a receptionist. You can leave your complaints on that uh, piece of paper there with a golf pencil and stick it right up your ass. We'll be right back. This is free water.
Okay, so there's that. I'm promoting fucking Burt Kreischer. Who would have ever expected that to happen? If you guys hear obsessive clicking and sort of fucking tapping shit, that's, uh, that's me holding a pen to paper, right? Because you guys always said, hey, you need some structure. Well, this is me fucking structuring. Okay? And it's fidgeting with a pen. I, I do always, uh reminisce on the tricks that people could do with a pen because many you would there would be a kid in class that would just obsessively click right but there was a kid that could also like flip it and spin it and and just consistently doing it and you could tell it was a nervous tick the same to the uh you know the kid clicking it but could never get that spin could never spin it fully always half a, half a spin and then you drop it or a big spin and then and then you drop it but i've seen even recent like Visa commercials where a guy's spending, <laughs> spunning. I don't care. Who cares about this? I hate this whole thing. Um, next thing I do want to talk about. Chris Stefano. All right. I don't know if you guys know who that is. If you're a fan of comedy, you know Chris Stefano. If you're a fan of podcasting, <clears throat> you might know Chris Stefano. The guy's fucking everywhere. Um, I'm just sick of everybody. <laughs> well, not everybody. But a lot of people refusing to say the man's name correctly. And to me, it's not a hard name to say. Because the guy who they're sort of referencing when they say the name incorrectly was also an easy name to say. De Stefano. Di Stefano. Okay, these are two. He wasn't even that popular. Mike Di Stefano was a great comic, but he was around when comedy wasn't even really popping at the time. I think he was doing comedy when Joe Rogan wasn't even going to the comedy store. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm just speculating. But I think Chris Stefano deserves the respect of getting his name correctly because he has at least exceeded the popularity of that guy. But he's also still trying to sell out. Okay? In one of my videos where I believe I talk about Mark Norman on the YouTube channel... I mentioned how Mark Norman is still one of those New York comedians that will go to L.A. during pilot season. And that is what I consider the sellout, okay, of a comedian. Like a guy who's like, nah, man, I'm in it for the jokes. I write all day. I spend every day working on my craft and, 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 and making new acts and giving people uh, the stand-up for free via specials on YouTube only to fly out to L.A. as soon as fucking pilot season drops to try to land a role. And of course, I have no real evidence of any of these guys doing that, but Chris Stefano definitely seems like that guy. Like, he so badly wants to be some sort... Because think about this. Well before we knew of Chris Stefano from the History Hyenas podcast, okay... The dude was hosting some fucking weird Netflix uh, Ultimate Ninja Warrior show next to Tiki Barber's brother, I think. Or maybe Tiki Barber. I have no idea. So he was already on television to that degree, to at least Netflix. He had also done a show with Andrew Schultz and some other people, fucking Bobby Kelly's manager, uh, Serpico, Frank Serpico, I think his name is. Jack, I don't know his fucking name. I just know his last name, Serpico. There you go. How you blah, 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 whatever. But they did that show about hockey. Didn't work, okay? And then Chris Stefano just did some fucking ultimate 
bar wars or race or something like this. I, I have no idea. It was another like true TV attempt at, uh, you know, a Burt Kreischer type of show. And it failed. It fucking did like 10 episodes and was gone. All he did was like host and go to bars and critique the stuff at the bar. Like, oh, your tiki torches are fucking odd for this place that's a dive bar. Whatever, that was a joke about... I don't even know what bars are. I've been to three in my life. Um, let's see. He does have a new show, okay? Okay, he's made another attempt. He's put himself out there again to do a television show, apparently because he appeared on the Jimmy Kimmel television show, and I don't know what that's called, Jimmy Kimmel After Dark. I don't know, dude. I don't watch TV. I didn't see the Super Bowl. Okay? I, I, don't, I didn't see one highlight from the Super Bowl, and I even have the internet. Isn't that weird? Like, that's nowhere in my algorithm whatsoever. <laughs> but then again, you know, I'm more of a basketball fan anyways, so of course I'm getting a lot of LeBron James stuff because... You know, he's always in the news. Speaking of which, I did just watch a movie that was <laughs> predominantly about LeBron James, uh, but he was only in it for about mm, six minutes. And it was House Party. Yeah, that's right. And guys, I only watched it because apparently Andrew Santino was in it. And he was. For very little time. And it wasn't even that funny. He was in the very beginning, and then the end. Almost exactly that. But good for him. Uh, good for him. But LeBron James in another movie that's not Space Jam, and it wasn't really basketball-related at all. Either way, was Chris Stefano recently on the fucking Jimmy Kimmel show? I don't know. I don't watch television. Uh, is LeBron James still a Cleveland Cavalier? That's the real question here, folks. But this show is produced by Jimmy Kimmel. And that's the reason I'm curious if he had some sort of run-in with this guy. Did he just do 11 minutes? Because I feel like there's been a, a handful of New York comedians that have been on late-night television recently. And they gave Chris Stefano a show. And that's nothing against Chris. I think the guy's funny. He's a very quirky guy. Interesting character. Okay, he's all over the place. And I like that in my comedians, guys. If that's not clear. I'm not one of these guys that's going to sit here and be like, here's the setup, here's the punchline, here's the setup, here's the punchline, here's the premise. I'm just going to fucking go crazy and you like it, you like it, you fucking laugh, you laugh, it is fine. But eventually I'm going to fucking round everybody up in the end and we're going to make this all make sense. But that personality is fun for podcasting, for stand-up comedy. How does it work as a TV host? Although Chris does have a lot of experience. But it's all failed. And that also made me wonder how much stuff under the fucking Jimmy Kimmel banner has been successful. What else has Jimmy Kimmel put his name on that has somehow garnered success? I mean, is, is it just his show, which I don't even know? Is it The Late Show? Is it After Midnight? Is it Dark Time Show? What the fuck is it? I don't even know. Jimmy Kimmel Live, right? Whatever, the guy's lost too much weight at this point for me to give a fuck about him being funny. Jimmy Kimmel was funny when he was fat. And that makes, that, that begs for the, you have to make the argument 
would James Corden be funny if he was skinny? Right? Sort of the opposite factor. <laughs> I don't know. I guess we'll leave that up to Tom Segura when he drops his next Netflix special, right? Because that motherfucker's going to be wearing something that's going to piss us all off, right? Is he going to have the same makeup? <laughs> are they going to put... Are they going to put makeup on him like he just died and people are viewing his corpse? Either way, this is uh, free water and we will be right back. Oh, I do also just want to say, ah, eh, fuck it. Who cares? You know, I have a feeling there's probably about seven of you that are prepared for this to happen almost every time there's a music break. I know who you are. Well, in all seriousness, though, I do think more comedians should sell out like Howie Mandel or Ben Glebe and host a game show, man. Right? There's nothing better than that. That's where you belong anyways. I, look at Bob Saget. Right? He was a comedian at the same... He was a comedian long before he, he was the host of that show with all those funny videos. Right? He was the original Rob Deerdeck. But enough about that. Speaking of, speaking of old comedians like Bob Saget, um, Chris Rock. That's right. Old Chris Rock. He's done it again. Another banger, if you will, or as the kids say these days, right? Another one of those specials where you have to you have to pretend to do something extra for it to be special. And in this case, Chris was saying, hey, this special's so special, we do it live. And then you watch it and you're like, this was done live but edited. Live. You're like, oh, all right. He messes up like one joke. And truth be told, it was kind of boring. Kind of boring. Some funny stuff. There's probably three real times I remember laughing. Uh, the political stuff was bothersome, of course. Like, what are you even talking about? I don't know who that is. But, you know, that <laughs> that might just be my fault. And perhaps that's why I'm also not that big of a fan of the Tim Dillon podcast. Don't get the jokes, dude. Guess I have to know who that is. Who's the fucking, the Lightfoot lady? I mean, everybody's talking about her, and it's like, what? I don't know, is that Amy Schumer's mom? I don't know who these people are. And he uses this entire special to end it by mentioning when he got slapped, okay? And we all knew that was coming, but that is, that is why everybody watched. Everybody paid attention to this because we were hoping that he was going to crush him. And in my honest opinion... He made a lot of references to the fact that Will Smith used to be a rapper. Like, that's a huge jab. Like, that's a slap in Will Smith's face when you mention he was a successful rapper before he became an actor. I mean, at one point he mentions having summertime ringing in his ears. <laughs> like, I don't, get the, I don't get how that hurts his feelings. Is, is Will Smith somehow trying to get away from the fact that he used to be a rapper? Because apparently, being the Fresh Prince 
which was which was what he went by as a rapper, turned into a hit television show. <laughs> so I don't get the joke. I don't get the jab. Two or three times he mentioned how he doesn't like, he doesn't want to make another rapper angry. And that's a jab at the fact that, yes, Will Smith was a rapper. It would only be a jab if he wasn't successful. But it sounds like his rapping turned into sort of a TV show about his life. Weird, dude. Weird how that happens. He's successful in so many areas that Chris Rock isn't. You know, unless he produces it himself or he works with Adam Sandler. But let's be honest. It is going to go viral. The fact that Chris Rock mentioned the special, not mentioned the special, but he mentions the slap in the special. He closes it out with saying that, you know, people were calling Will Smith a bitch about how his wife treated him long before, you know, Chris Rock made his joke that he made. But yet he, you know, he slapped him. And I get that. Haha, <laughs> very funny. I get it. I like the take. But then he mentions the fact that people were really critical of how he didn't do anything. He didn't respond, uh, making more jokes. He didn't hit him back. And he sort of ends the special, and I don't care. Spoiler alert. If you guys are such comedy fans and such goddamn... I don't know. If, you're so, if you have such a comedy mind that you can critique what the fuck I'm doing... You've already watched the Chris Rock special. Because you're that... You're that deeply ingrained in what's funny. Clearly. But... Nonetheless... He does... Basically end the entire special by saying that... I, I was raised right. I have parents. And is that also a jab at... Fucking Will Smith. Does he not have parents? I have no idea. I, I don't know if... Somebody was going to answer right there. It was an awkwardly long pause. But he, he says, I have parents, so I don't fight in front of white people. But it's like, that's, I don't think that's really ever been the case. Like, I don't think anybody's ever been in a fight and been like, well, who's watching nearby? Oh, Garrett? Well, I guess we can't fight. <laughs> what the fuck difference does that make? It's a weird way to end it. I mean, I guess that's more of like an inside joke where it's like, oh, you had to have people in your life that that treated it that way as well, or they said the same shit in the household. Like, hey, you can fight, but you don't fight in front of fucking, you know, Jose. <laughs> You're like, well, why is that, Dad? Well, because Jose's father might have been a boxer of some sort, and... Once he sees your terrible technique, his dad might want to kick my ass. I don't know. It's a very weird take, though. But the fact that Chris Rock would not stop calling Will Smith a, a, an ex-rapper or making a, a, some sort of a shot at him about being a rapper, it's like he was a rapper and a successful one, but he's also an actor now, much like other rappers that have done the same shit. 50 Cent, Ice Cube, Ice-T, John Cena, <laughs> you know? A lot, of, a lot of famous rappers have turned into great actors, and that's just what it is. I don't get the jab. But um, last thing here, there was a crazy YouTube fucking rabbit hole I went on, and you guys can check this out. It's just type in eight dumb people who attempted to fight real fighters, okay? There's about four good ones. 
I mean, they run out of content so fast where it's like they just start using bad UFC matchups <laughs> as like their thing. They're like, yeah, this fucking this guy's twelve and twelve and eight. Uh, he's fighting a guy who's three and four. Um, you know what I mean? It's not, you know, guy in white shirt versus fucking, you know, Frankie Edgar in the streets or BJ Penn or whoever you want to put in there, right? Running out of content quick. But uh, guys, check out the other podcast I do about MMA. It's called Don't Leave It to the Judges. It is on Spotify. It is on iTunes. We break down the fights. Before they happen, after they happen, it's a very fun show. It's a very fun show. We also have fun on the show. I make a lot of jokes about the way these people fight and the way they look in general. It's very jokey. I'm the I'm the joke master over there, okay? I'm not the stat guy. But uh, also prepare for the free water after dark on patreon.com slash podculture because I'm really committing myself to this. I know I, I dropped it exactly on... The first of the month and that wasn't on purpose per se but i do like that it timed nicely hopefully you guys enjoyed that it's an extra hour of content and i just go man there is no let's write down some shit and talk about it we just go and uh don't forget about the fucking metal vocal freestyle bullshit guys one minute metal freestyles on youtube one minute metal on tiktok and that dude with ears on instagram for all of you that are saying that you support me in fucking random chats, I'm not seeing it in my fucking follower numbers. Get your asses to work. Alright. I finished my sandwich. So it's obvious that it's, uh, it's, we're done. Goodbye. When I am dead and have passed on to the next world, I want you to kiss my hairy buttocks! Ha <laughs> ha